Let's give them something to talk about. I see the energy running out. I got a planet to run around. Okay, okay. You ain't do nothing but run your mouth. It is 10 a.m. <laughs> we just PR'd right now. We did. That was a personal record. That, that just happened. <laughs> we we started our podcast on time. We've been slipping back like further and further and further over the last couple of weeks. We Not you. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. I thought the show was at nine. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's... So that's why you adjust. That's how you adjust your goals to to accommodate <laughs> to make your to give yourself your heart. You mean move the the, the goalposts? We just move the goalposts <laughs> a little bit. Make it uh, to, to to accommodate. Um. Hey. Good morning, Athena. Thanks for joining us this morning. It is so nice to see you both. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. This this happened rather quickly. Um. And so yeah, it super quickly. And and we're honored to be able to to be the first ones to talk to you about it live. Cool. Um, though, though there's some, already some really good content online about it. Yeah, which it's is exciting. Great. Yeah, it is. I know we haven't got a chance to talk since since the seminar even. Yeah. Like yeah. No download, no nothing. So. I know. I was hoping we could come on and and like talk about the seminar. And then it's like the last like what seventy two hours it's been going <laughs> off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were gonna. T- yeah, we. This podcast started, by the way. Everyone should know is a podcast to talk about Athena's amazing company, um, Scale Nation, training uh, trainers on how to work with large body athletes. Uh, we held hosted one of her seminars here, and so we wanted to kind of do a recap and reengage people and get people excited about that. And then all of a sudden, she decided to have some sort of epiphany about. <laughs> How did you, how did, and a and a way to c- kind of call out the antagonist and yes. bring attention at the same that was time awesome. bring attention to her amazing system and uh, methodology and her passion at the same time. So this is a win win. This is an amazing woman. But uh, before we do that, I want to do a commercial real quick. <laughs> Sorry, because I'm kind of pumped about this. That um, CrossFit's been doing a lot of work on on the website um, and for uh, the affiliate crew. And the, one of them is search engine optimization. But I noticed this. I, I'm a little late to the game. I think this happened like at the beginning of the week, but I didn't notice it till like two days ago. Um, they've, um, they've included a local link. So if you, if you allow your computer or your phone to um, know your location, it will show you on the homepage. Um, oh, you pulled it up. Thank you, Jamie. Um, but yours is uh, not the same as mine. Let me share mine. Oh. I'm on uh, .com. Let me share mine. Um, which is, so you you have up here. Oh, I see. You have the deal. Okay. Yeah. And so it comes. I don't up, share Google Google it, with my, my, my location. <laughs> so which is why I wanted to share my page. Um, so if you look on here which is really cool this is the crossfit main site in diablo crossfit is the gym if i'm close to the whatever gym it is whatever affiliates close to me is going to be up on the page and then they can click and they can contact us and so which is cool there's sweatshop which is about uh, they're one mile away and sweatshop's an amazing gym and then there's end zone which is not too far away and you can kind of scroll through concord crossfit which is down the street and then pleasant hill crossfit which is over at the ymca which is a really cool spot too it's uh and then you can click through and then visit the map 
which is neat. And then it shows you all the freaking CrossFits in the area. And what it's done is basically kind of drawing people into an affiliate near you. And we've started to get, we've started to get yeah. leads from this. Mm-hmm. Um, not great ones yet, but we're starting to get Something. leads where we never had them before ever, yeah. ever. Um, so this, uh, and they're, they're investing a lot more money in search engine optimization. Um, but anyway, so I, I just trying to get the word out to affiliate owners and to people out there that it's, it's, it's pretty, this one is a huge one. It's just, it's a validation. Like to be able to have people go to the CrossFit main website, I don't even need to direct them to my website, direct them to the main website. And they're going to see if they're in the area, they're going to see my gym. Mm. That's freaking cool. So anyway, that was my commercial. I'm done. That is cool. Yeah, really cool. There's, they're doing a lot of neat stuff with, uh, on, on that, on that side of things. Um, though I wanted to, well, God, we got so many things we could talk about, Athena. Um, for those of you that don't know Athena, um, she, um, has been in and around CrossFit for probably 10 years now. Or uh, more. Seven. Seven years. And I've, um, I came across her, um, and, and learned about Athena through a documentary that CrossFit did, um, about seven years ago. Um, there was an amazing documentary. If you can dig it up and find it, mm-hmm. it's super freaking impressive. And it tells basically Athena's story of how she lost um, about 200 pounds, right? Yeah. Um, over 200 pounds. Yeah. Um, and, and through CrossFit, literally, you know, disabled. She has knee issues. And um, we can get into that a little bit. But the, the documentary is powerful because it gave me just some really interesting perspective on on what it might be like to be morbidly obese Mm -hmm. and and not in control of your own um, kind of physical destiny on your own. I don't know if I, if I, if I phrased that right or said that right. Uh, That wasn't, yeah, that was interesting. Uh... And so why don't you share your story? <laughs> well, yeah. So I think it, w- it would be cool because, w- but I want to, I want to share the story yeah. and, um, but we'll it, and then move through. And what I learned about what, here's what I took away. Let me tell you what I took away. I don't everyone on press probably going sh- sh- shut up and let her talk. I will. She'll get to talk a lot, but, <laughs> but, but I just want to tell you my perspective coming from a fitness guy that's been fit most of his life and lean most of his whole life. As I looked at this and I was like, Oh, I had like I had like I didn't know what the roots in the ground were, roots mm-hmm. of the tree that can contribute to um, um, morbid obesity and and uh, weight gain and the emotional issues that are all surrounding that. And I was blown away, and I felt so guilty mm-hmm. for having the thoughts that I had prior to this. Um, prior to watching that, that video. Mm. And then when Athena reached out or I don't know if I reached out to you or you reached out to me regarding doing the, her large body seminar here. Um, well, she got mad at me for a comment I made online about something. I wasn't mad. <laughs> I, I wasn't mad. I, I, I was actually really intrigued. That's right. The, you had done a podcast and we're talking about bariatric surgery. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, I remember the exact moment that I decided to reach out to you because you were sitting there talking about this person that said that they wanted to get bariatric surgery. However, that came up, Jamie, maybe you'll remember, but I remember Craig leaning back in his chair and he's just like, you know, 
we're gonna we're gonna have to just start considering this. And I just there yeah. was something oh, that was- the way that you said that that felt so powerless. And I'm like, look, like we gotta talk about this because it doesn't have to be one or the other. It doesn't have to be, hey, everybody don't don't do the bariatric surgery. Would we would we hope that they could consider this option? Yeah, but we got to get to a point where we say, hey, it's it's okay to utilize whatever there is in the arsenal. It doesn't mean that you still can't capture that person to come to the box and work out. They're still going to have to do the work. Yes, regardless. Mm-hmm. So it in, it the end result was uh, a coaching seminar here, and we had about twenty people come in and go through the program. And every single one of them, I had four of my coaches, five of my coaches here, and they were just blown away with what we didn't know about coaching um, large body athletes just from from the from the nutrition side of it to the emotional side of it to the um, experience for them versus what we you know think mm-hmm. the experience is for the average person mm-hmm. and then and then the scaling um, we learned so much about all of that yeah. it, it literally I cannot cannot recommend this seminar enough as you're, as you're not that because you are going we and we're more and more we're, we're seeing this more and more i mean i've i've we're, been we, we had another 400 pound yeah. athlete join our gym yeah. uh, last week. last week yeah awesome. yeah, yeah i mean i've 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 been training people for 17 years and i've worked with a lot of people and i took there was so much takeaway for me personally out of that seminar and it like i went into it with you know understanding different ways of scaling but you know, once we do- dug into the, the the tree system, like that was like, okay, this is this, this. There's a lot more involved than you know we can really address here in the gym. But at the same time, you know, like you said, it's just one day at a time. Just get them in here one day, and this is how we can do that. Can we? You know, Craig, when you were when you, I think it was like maybe the day after the seminar. I think you had uh, Doctor West on. Yeah, and. You were having a conversation about that tree, and and I wanted to tell you that I respect your guys's thoughts on that. Like, so basically, what you said is like, well, first I thought it was kind of corny, but I'm like, just stay with me, <laughs> just stay with me. So I mean, they're basically, you know, the assignment is they they basically got to draw these trees, and I could see the looks on their faces as as we started this little activity. They're kind of looking at each other, and it's hilarious because it happens in every single seminar. They're like, "Oh, I'm going to draw a tree," but once you get everything on there and it's visual, and you can mm-hmm. see how interconnected these things are, it's powerful. Can you talk? Can you briefly describe the tree and what it is? Because I know people are going to want to know what, yeah. what what the tree represents. Yeah, so this is important for people to know. I mean, pay attention to this part because this is this really helps d- d- clarify, helps with, clarify perspective. with perspective perspective on the on the issue. So the the tree, when we talk about obesity, what we're talking about is like this tree. The tree represents the body, and you draw the the base and you draw the leaves. And we have everybody put the roots of obesity on the bottom, kind of like one by one. And we start talking about, you know, environmental things. There's now we preface this conversation by saying these are not excuses. They're factors. We have to identify that there are factors because 
unless somebody is able to work through all these, they're never going to be able to get to where they want to go. It's not saying that these are excuses. We're saying every single one of them is a consideration that they're going to have to deal with at some point. So we go through, you know, environmental factors. We go through like trauma, which is, you know, similar to like what happened in my story. We go through everything imaginable. We go through physical issues, injuries. We go through anything that contributes to somebody that could have a weight problem. And the interesting thing that happens on this tree is that no person has a similar tree. They're all different. So when we say, hey, how do we treat obesity? It's a complex question because it's going to be different for everyone. Somebody might come into your gym that truly truly like I'm trying to think of a scenario. We give a couple scenarios, you know, in the course, maybe one of them is, you know, they were really athletic in high school. They got into college, started putting on the college 10 and then the college 20. And, and maybe it really truly is just a lifestyle change. And they come in and you're able to get them on proper nutrition, get them moving and they're on their way and they can fly somebody else that comes in, maybe this scenario is, hey, their weight goes all the way back from the time that they were five. You know, they've suffered emotional abuse, physical abuse, trauma. I mean, you just start adding on all the layers. And so is it the same? Well, the answer is no. They might need all kinds of additional help. It could mean therapy. It could mean psychotherapy. It could mean getting, um, you know, medical issues straightened out. It, it could mean a number of things that you don't have the capacity as a coach to handle, nor should you try some of these, but allowing somebody to say, hey, bring in all these extra tools and we can be really good here. But I think what we see is they try to do everything and they can't. I think that was really a good point too. Like the fact that the roots are not excuses. They're, they are factors and they are things that have to be considered um, right. in order to, to you know, a, make some changes. Like if you're just going to say, oh, that's just an excuse. You're just blowing off the, the underlining issue that could be causing everything or a part right. of everything. Right. If, so, if someone was emotionally abused or physically abused as a child and their outlet was, um, was food, for comfort right. and safety, um, you're not gonna you're not gonna resolve that with a hundred words of fitness. No, you're gonna you're gonna that that's gonna take a different gradual approach, um, a respect for the what happened in the past. You're not trying to fix the problem. You're and this is one of the things I love about the Scale Nation is. You're, you're meeting them where they are and then giving them, um, a, and you're giving them a workout that meets them where they are and is gradual and then motivates them and makes them feel safe and comfortable enough to come back tomorrow. Right. Right. You, you got to get them to come back tomorrow. And that was the part that kind of struck me as really important and significant in terms of thinking about it. it. And the reason is like you, everyone thinks, well, everybody walks, you know, it's easy with a regular class here. You walk out, everybody's high-fiving. They're, yeah. you know, they're having coffee. They're talking in the parking lot. You're like, 
oh, they're planning on what workouts they're going to do the rest of the week. Mm. Right. Um, that's not the same for someone that is either first time to fitness um, and or has done very limited fitness and then but has never been in a CrossFit gym in a group fitness environment and is carrying, you know, 100, 200, 300 extra pounds on their body. Um, it's a way different experience. So when they're walking out they're you, you want them thinking, Hey, I can do this. I'm, I, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Not holy shit. Thank God I survived that without falling over and embarrassing myself. Right. Well, I, we do this in the course too, and we should probably do it here. We're not saying, we're not saying everybody we're saying the potential is great. Chances are, you know, they're going to have a a much different experience. That person that's walking in with three or 400 pounds, I guarantee you has a lot more that they're carrying around than just the weight that they're going to have to work through. Yeah. Yeah. And we know, I know that CrossFit's a gateway drug. As a matter of fact, I listened to Peter. <laughs> I listened to Peter Atia talk this morning with um, James Clear, Atomic Habits. Great, great, great podcast, by the way. Just, just, just released last week, um, and they actually have a, a small section where they talk about CrossFit. Okay. And and Peter Atia says um, he goes. That's one of the kind of cool things about CrossFit is that people go there. And then they, there's community people and they, and they, it, it becomes their church essentially and it draws them back in. And then James Clear said, well, what's even better is they start doing other habits. Other habits get stacked on top that they aren't aware of because they're part of that group. They start um, wearing the same knee sleeves. They start wearing the same, <laughs> they, start, they buy the same, they buy the same shoes. Start wearing all the nanos. Right. And, it, and they start eating, they all start eating similarly, like yep. because of that group environment. And they and he nailed it. Like that is that is one hundred percent true about about CrossFit. And, it evolves. Yeah, it, and it's okay for it to evolve. Yeah, that's kind of the idea too. Because like you know, starting in a gym, like if you're not a very fit or active person, it's like this is this is a, a starting point that could you know open up an adventure outside of the gym, like hiking or doing some kind of you know a race or you know just challenging yourself outside of what you're call your comfort zone and crossfit could be that thing that like you said the gateway drug that kind of pushes you on to the next level yeah the next step the next adventure yeah and so to for the um for those that are obese and severely obese um you've got to make sure that um their their experience is scaled appropriately for their capacity. And when we look at someone um, as they walk in, we make some generalized assumptions, but I think it's very difficult to understand really what's going on physically, which is why I kind of, which why one of the reasons why I like that Buttery Bros video that, that, that came up that Athena and I talked about first workout at 300 pounds um, because- They should have gone through that seminar. <laughs> They should have. They should have. But but I but I did like the video from the perspective of like yeah. that when they put the when they put the extra that well, most of them had to put over a hundred pounds on. Yeah. Yeah. And they I put it that. on the multiple bags. Yeah. They were bags. They were like you could tell. I mean, they were like holy crap. Like it was it was overwhelming. 
and we don't have that. We can't comprehend what that is until you, until other people in here, you know, are on this, you know, that are listening to this podcast, do the same thing. And that's what Athena does in, in the Scaling Nation seminar. But she does it in a really unique way. We didn't put on 300 pounds. We put on, how much weight did we put on, Athena? 10. 10 pounds. Oh, that was just 10 pounds? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, that's yeah. bad. You know, that's she, put a, she puts on, she puts it, was great. She has these vests with, that we the wore. Aprons, yeah. The aprons that we wore. And then she puts uh, 10 pound water bags and she and they hang low. Too low. Too, yeah, too low for, yeah. But they hang low. And, then, low she, and, and then she has yeah. us do things um, with it, like jumping jacks and jump then rope. jump rope and then jumping up onto a plate. And you instantly... Like again, it was one of those just stupid moments where I'm like, "Are you kidding me? I needed this to, I mean, to tell me." I think I think like every, so anybody difficult. anybody listening to this that coaches needs to go grab a medicine ball and do 50 step ups on a box, a 12 inch box. Yeah, <laughs> and you'll learn a lot. Hang on just a perspective on no, that. No, no, no. Hang on a second, Jamie, because remember how we did the, grab the medicine ball. Remember how we held the medicine ball? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You got to hold it like this. You got to hold it in the front. Hey, hold in the front. So one that's taxing, the first thing you'll, well, that won't be the first thing you notice. That's what you'll notice about 10 or 15 yeah. uh, step ups in is like, first oh, thing you notice my shoulders are starting to burn. Get on the box. Yeah. But when, so she had us hold this medicine ball in front of us. So we got this extra medicine ball weight and then you go to do a step up and purposefully she didn't want us to be able to see the box because, because when you're, when you're, mm. if you're if larger, you're, larger body, large athlete, body athlete, you may not be able to see your feet Yeah, yeah. and then just stepping up on the box. It was like again, light bulb. What? And and you're you're timid, and it takes you a few steps before you can do that. It's eye opening. Oh, it was man. it was an amazing seminar. Yeah. You know, thank you. By the way, we. It's funny how those activities evolved, and in the beginning, the first couple the first couple of seminars was, in my opinion, it was an absolute train wreck because we just. We don't know. We don't know. So we're going to have to try it. Right. But mm -hmm. in those first couple seminars, we used, we call it Bertha. It was like a, an 85 pound weight vest. And it was effective Ooh. sort of, but it was a monstrosity to try and like, how are you going to take that with you? You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, so on airplanes and everything else. Yeah. 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 The logistics stuff. Yeah, I wasn't thinking that when we were putting the course together. And, I, you know, I thought it was a great idea until we were actually, this is why this conversation about the Buttery Brothers video is so interesting because we thought initially that it was going to take weight. We need to load people down. Yeah. But when we did that, it's not the weight. Yes, the weight presents challenges. And yes, that's a factor, right? But it's really not that that we're trying to get to. That's not that's not the majority of the of the complications that people are having is the burden of the extra weight. It's everything else. And something as simple as like 10 pounds, I think one of the greatest moments in that seminar, because Craig's face is so visual. And <laughs> <laughs> it was so, so good. Watching him and it was the greatest moment, and we got it on film, by the way. The greatest moment of all time is watching Craig's face. Like he was smiling, and he's doing the jump rope, and you could tell that he was a little confused. But he was like, "All right, what's going on here?" Because we didn't tell him what was going to happen. And then I think he took like I'll have to redo the film, but I'll have to review the film. But 
I think maybe four or five jumps is all it took with this silly little vest on to understand, oh shit, that's what you were talking about. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't, like Craig, you can speak to this. It doesn't require weight to get really fucking uncomfortable. That's right. It's true. It didn't, it didn't. require the load. No. So, yeah. If you have excess fat that is hanging below your waistline, yeah. the, the, it, it moves and not understanding. And, and we, you know, we, we, and again, it's one of those things where it's not it, take it for granted. It's just so we just overlook it. I just don't think yeah. it's that big a deal. Yeah. But then you do something like jump rope and you realize one, it's moving. So it's making the movement very difficult. It changed my body position. Yeah. Right. And it's more, it was more taxing on the lower back instantly. Right. You could tell that, yep. but then when it, when it, when your weight smacks you in the, in junk. the, in the, in your junk, as you're very, jumping, very opening. yeah, it was. And it happened to almost every guy, everybody, everybody got, got that had the ball smashed, but it's, it, it, and, and it was, and it was, and it was, and it was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a problem. And that was the first exercise that we did too, as far as our breakout group after it the was. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh-huh. It's a good way to kick it off. I think it made everything else. You well, I'm only guessing, but the assumption would be like that one was a good learning lesson. So maybe, you know, did you go into the second one going, okay, what's the I figured Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, that was you you guys nailed that from from programming. I think you you did the whole warm-up and the and the concept of scaling forward too, you know, like just warming up through that scaling forward process just to understand like you know like we want to be moving forward versus starting at one point and then stepping backwards right you get that small small victory and you keep moving forward um but having us start with that as a skill component as part of our warm-up it at a it opened our eyes up to one specific detail outside of the weight like just the contact of that but then going on to the next stuff it's like okay well now we're way more i personally was way more receptive as far as this is what this is this is a common life thing for for a lot of people. Right. As a coach, as a coach you're getting constant feedback. Right? Exactly. And you get and you have to man you have to really really pay attention and manage. Yeah. Very quickly, much more quickly than with with the average person that in here that we're that we're coaching. Yes. Like you, you, you got to give feedback right away. You got to make adjustments on the fly. And like Jamie Lee said, and this is one of the things I loved about the seminar too, is you learn to scale forward. You yeah. don't start big and scale back. Mm -hmm. You start very very small. Steps and which builds confidence. Yeah. Um, the other one of the other things that I thought was fascinating, and I wanted to talk a little bit about it again because of the Buttery Bros thing that yeah. where they jumped they jumped in. They and they made some classic mistakes that and I, I don't want to say mistakes. They just do the things that I did that all of my coaches would do. You know, instantly they pull out a rower and they go sit on a rower and they don't say anything about sitting on that rower. Yeah. And Athena pointed out to me. She you know first question yeah, she goes what's the does anybody know the weight limit on a rower? And we were all in the room going, uh, no, <laughs> never really had to think about that. And, and they're, they're even, like, even the boxes, like as we were working on the boxes, yes, you know, like yeah. that, that oh, they, they inspected the boxes and she wanted to know what's, you yeah. know, you guys know what the weight limit is on the box. No, I don't know what the weight limit is on the box. Well, you know the what? Thing, by the way, let me just, one more thing. Now, again, I talked too much, but oh, I just want to say, because everybody thinks you're awesome and you're so nice and you're polite. 
Alina, uh, Athena, Athena, Athena took the opportunity throughout this entire to roast two-hour seminars to roast me <laughs> and hold my gym as an example for what not to do repeatedly. From the, I would from, say what not to do, but the, this is where you can make dude, it better. This is where you can the, scale forward. From the parking lot where I have didn't have proper parking for handicap to the lobby where I don't have the right fucking shirt to the gym where my equipment, I had no idea what the weights were for. The entire look, day. Look, I'll tell everybody that Greg, what our Craig was so graceful. He was so graceful, and I, 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 I swear to God, I tried to do it in the nicest way possible. It was awesome. It you, was, you, you nailed it. It was, it was really, really good. Because, like I said, it, 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 it <laughs> opened up so much perspective. It was my favorite. Though. Was my favorite. The handicap spot was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I, love it. I had i was clueless I'm like where's she going with this i thought maybe she <laughs> she doesn't like my shaded tent out front like that's awesome that everybody loves my shaded tent craig i gotta know. tell you you put the cherry on the cake when you're like come outside look at my barbecue area isn't this that and i'm like we'll talk about this tomorrow that ammunition before she even came into the location freaking awesome it was it was really good and it provided a moment of humor throughout the entire it was the best day ever yeah so but anyway the equipment going back to the equipment and we and we realized like you know because i remember when we had a a member in here come in weighed 400 pounds and we and we put him on the rower like i didn't yeah and and that probably now in retrospect, like I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. You definitely would not have done that. Like uh, we understand. Or why. even had set up the way we did. We, in our, we understand in our why a rower is, is valuable for someone. Yeah. But, and then Athena pointed out too, when you get someone in the rower, if their feet are in the foot straps, you can't reach the handle. Yeah. And there's, and that you can actually go online. You can find, um, yeah. uh, devices that will set the handle further What's that back. called again? It's called the fit foot plate, fit foot plate. Yep. And it lowers, know, the foot, lowers, lowers the foot position and allows you to gr- grab the handle. It basically what it does is that when you have, when you have really large hips, like larger bodies tend to have, you get on the rower and the problem is your hips are wider. And so your feet have to come way in the center. And what happens is it's so tough. Yeah. Maximum weight on the C2 rower is 500. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Gosh, Cor- hey, hey, Craig, you should tell Corey uh, what you learned about the C2. Is the max it's not. 500 pounds? It's true. The frame is, right? Yeah, yes. that's right. The frame. Oh, not. that's right. Right? Yes. Yes, Minor so, detail. Yes, Minor so the frame detail. weight is 500 pounds, Corey, but the little plastic rollers that roll along the frame rail are not. Are not. 500 pounds i have a 500 pound capacity um but what happens is the feet have to come all the way to the center right so it kind of squishes the it just makes it super uncomfortable and if your legs stay like that over excessive amounts of time and working out and getting on the rower getting on the rower it can it can cause injury and it hurts so the plate the plate just pushes the feet out a little bit and allows people to move their feet out so they're more like in a more similar to a squat, you know, like your natural squat position. So mm-hmm. it's just awesome. Um, there's been a couple of gyms that have purchased those after, and they've got members that are saying they won't go back to the regular rower. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cool. 
So, and then for, you know, things like the other thing is uh, for the, the, like the assault bike um, or the echo bike, that was another cool one. We showed um, better ways to, we were, we, we were shown better ways to, to get onto the bikes, get onto the bikes from behind, stepping on the, mm-hmm. the footrest instead just, of stepping on the pedals, yeah. just kind of stepping over. The, but the best was, again, making someone, a larger body athlete, feel comfortable in class and being able to do very similar movements is, is, is I think, essential to, to creating that kind of comfort and then also getting them to come and want to want to come back to come back the next day. And and we've used this one already. Uh, um, um, a couple of my coaches have used this technique already. As you with a uh, with the Rogue Echo Bike, you, you, they oh pull, yeah yeah they pulled a bench up behind the bike. Yeah, make a recumbent bike, and they make a recumbent bike out of it. Yeah, I was doing that with Dana after her knee her knee replacement. Yeah, did she like? Oh, it? I got something for you. <laughs> yeah, she she like it? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you, so you sit, but so you put a chair behind the, put a chair or a bench behind the, behind the, the echo bike or assault bike, and then they and adjust it to their foot position. And now they can, they can pedal the bike mm-hmm. with the rower. If you don't have those foot straps, you simply put their feet on the floor. Or the other one was use a bench to use sit a down. bench. You put a bench over across the middle of the rower and they sit on the bench. And then still and, very effective. Yeah. So they're in a stationary position, but still very effective. And you may need to put weight on the yeah. Uh, use weights, use dumbbells. I mean, there's so many yeah. ways that you can modify all yeah. of those. Yeah, yeah. You just have to really like step back, and that's like after that seminar, I went home and and wrote out all kinds of progressions off of like just you know our basic archetype positions and movements that we do. So we. Um, so I, I I saw the the buttery bros video, and again, it's that you know they did the three hundred pounds just to give people some perspective. And the the difference here is is that the coach, as the coach came into it, the coach knew that these guys were already super yeah. fit, and all they're doing is doing they're and rather than emu- approaching emul- it. emulating it uh, a large body athlete, they essentially were like, here's a fit person that's carrying an extra, um, an extra. 200, 150 pounds. Um, this particular workout, though, um, baseline. Um, I this is the they go and the coach goes. Well, yeah, we we can't do a regular CrossFit workout, so we're gonna we're gonna scale you back. And I saw this workout, and I and I and I, and I, I instantly thought of Athena. <laughs> scale and, it back. Yes. And problem right there. Yeah. And. No, 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 no. It says it says beginner workout up it's in the not a, It's not a problem. Yeah. In, in true form, because I, I don't want this to be a I definitely don't want to criticize their no. work. I, I love For their sure. work. And I, I don't want them to like look at this and be like, ah, Athena came in to pff, which is not. Yeah. I was actually very impressed. I was re-inspired by it. It, it took oh, yeah. a days and no, the whole the, the, the video. Yeah, agreed. The video is the video <laughs> is is good, and and their perspective is good, and the commentary yeah. is good. What I want to add is essentially your input as a large body athlete coach, and this is where because I, I think where we're looking at is buttery bros and the coach that did this are are where most CrossFit athletes and coaches and are coaches. today. This yeah. is our perspective exactly. Yeah. Just like as if after going through that yeah. seminar, like I walked away from that with like, yeah. oh, okay, there's a whole different perspective. There's just yeah. a little perspective that's missing here, just because they hadn't gone through yeah, that. So, process. so, so, butter bros. This is not a criticism, but yeah. But when you look at this workout, 
um, Athena, mm -hmm. how, how do you, um, how do you scale this workout for someone that is, um, a hundred over a hundred pounds overweight mm -hmm. and more deconditioned or deconditioned? I was just going to say it all. It all depends. And that's something that we go into in the seminar at pretty great length. We don't want to assume when they come in and they weigh a cup, you know, a hundred or 200 extra pounds that they can't do this. Mm -hmm. We got to figure out a way to get to that answer quickly. That's why we always recommend like, do the, do the intake, do the intake yeah. with people. Cause that's where you're going to learn like what their capacity is, but it all depends because, and again, you know, this Craig, Jamie, somebody that weighs, you can have two people that weigh a hundred pounds that could come in and have completely different challenges. It all depends on how they carry their weight. It all depends on if they have challenges in other areas. You don't know. I could look at that and say, Oh, how do I scale this for a hundred pounds? It is so athlete specific. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It all Which is why it's important to meet them where they are. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, the, the, but the, that was an interesting weekend, Craig. And, and here's what I do want to talk about because it was an interesting first impression for me. <laughs> um, I, this was a growth opportunity for me and I'll tell you why it was because initially when you sent it to me, I saw the, I couldn't get past the cover image. And I'm like, well, I don't oh. want to watch this horse shit. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, this video right here. The cover image of, right, of the video. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to watch this because, you know, like what, what was the cover image telling me? Mm. It's kind of like what people, I think what a lot of people don't understand is like, we've, 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 we want to make CrossFit accessible, but I think that there's, it's helpful to understand like there's a history in imagery. It's what keeps people out of the gym. And so we have a lot of like affiliate owners who in, in past months and years have said, look, you know, like we want to be able to show that CrossFit is a place where people can come. But the problem is we don't have any larger bodies. What do we do in terms of our marketing? How can we show that this is a, a place where they can come and we want to help them? We want to be this place for them but we don't have any larger bodies. So where do we get the imagery? We go to Google and we type in, you know, obese person working out. They are the most God awful images that you can possibly imagine. And that it's just some of this, this long stereotype. Now those images are changing now, but that's what you see. That's what I saw. Sorry. I, not yeah. you. That's what I saw when I saw that cover image. Well, then, of course, I clicked through it, right? The homework assignment was watch the video, and I did. And I'm like, okay. Well, then when I go over to, like, the channel or whatever, and I'm reading through the comments just to see, like, what's going on with the community, what's some of the feedback. And a lot of the, the feedback that I was seeing was I couldn't get past the cover image. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I didn't want to watch it. Or they said initially I was like, ick, but then I got through it. So my only question out of this weekend of reflecting and saying, okay, Athena, you know, get past your trigger of that cover image. What is the goal? If the Buttery Brothers were to say, okay, the goal is we wanted to start the conversation. 
this was our attempt at starting the conversation. I've been like, beautiful. Was the goal to appeal to just their base? Because if it was, I would say, bravo, it was effective. Right. If the goal was to appeal to people outside of their space, and we got to remember the time of year, it's the first week of January, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody and their brother that has, that doesn't know anything about CrossFit is going to be going, they're going to be typing in terms saying, Hey, my fear for them was I want the video to be seen. It's an mm -hmm. yeah. video and it's yeah. really good perspective. But what I don't want to have happen is people miss it that don't know them, that don't know who they are, that would pass it up simply because of that image. Just the thumbnail. And the, and the thumb, thumbnail, I think they're trying to be self-deprecating. Like they're, they're, they're trying to make fun of themselves. And make, totally. And, I'm like, yeah. And appeal. And, and to answer your question, I think you're right. It is that the, they're, they're trying to appeal to their, their audience. audience. Totally. I think that that video has so much more potential outside yeah. of their base. Yes. If they made one tweak, that's it. Yeah. Now, if they don't want, I mean, they don't need my advice. I'm just saying, like, I think it has a lot more potential. Yeah. Going going back to the scaling stuff, uh, you know, because it was interesting because I saw Wad Zombie posted um, what his scaling recommendations were, and this is one this is one of the things that we we all traditionally do. Mm -hmm. um, and what we learn one of the things I learned in the seminar, just for example, you know, he's got sit up attempts and kneeling push ups and ring rows over pull ups. So he's making an assumption that someone's going to be able to get to, get to the ground and get to, and be able to get back up. Yep. Um, ring rows, yes, that's ring rows are certainly so you can scale a, those all the way to vertical. Scale. That's a good one. The sit up attempts. That's an interesting one again because you're assuming yeah. that they're going to be able to get to the ground. And one one of the things, and that's yeah. why this scaling forward is so cool because this is what, critical, cause, really. Cause it, it, he, what he just wrote there is exactly what I what I would would say in the past. Yeah, and that's what I would have people do. And and I got into a situation once. It was a dangerous situation actually yeah. with someone on the ground. We can go about that. We can talk about that. But the the sitting. Athena said no. Sit them on a bench. Yeah. Start them on a bench. And and if you got an incline bench, it's even better. That was the coolest one ever. Mm -hmm. And you start them with a little tiny incline in that bench and go, okay, now lean back to the bench. And then they feel the bench. And she said, you can use your hand if you want. You know, as a coach, you can stand behind them if you don't have an incline bench. Or bands. Or bands. Yeah. 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 Or, or that's right, or bands. Yeah. And they lean back and then sit back up. Lean back and sit back up with their feet anchoring. You anchor them with dumbbells. Mm -hmm. um, right. And that was cool. And then you keep lower the bench, lower the bench, lower the bench until it becomes a struggle for them. And now you found their yeah. place for their sit up. Find the right, right uh, stimulus. Yeah, the right stimulus. The and, you, can, you can do the same thing by sitting, if you don't have incline benches, which a lot of boxes don't, you can accomplish the same thing by sitting them on like the boxes and using the bands and yeah. tell them, I want you to come to here and then go forward. Because ultimately, right, you want to get them using the same muscle groups, right? You want them to get used to the movement in a way that they're not going to be scared going down. Because we, the fear is being able to pull yourself back up again. We were kind of in a bubble. We were yep. around really fit, fit people. Everybody yep. in this gym is fit every single day. Yep. And when you get someone that's deconditioned, it's really, it's, it is. It's hard for me to relate. It's hard for other coaches to really relate and understand what is hard. Mm -hmm. right. And then the fear that they have about doing those things and being embarrassed, humiliated, or stuck. 
kind of takes it back to how important that first, like you said, the intake, you know, how important that first interview is and sure. just to see where they're at. So then that way, by the time they do start with a coach, because we don't just have everybody just jump in a class. We have to go, everybody goes through an on-ramp and that's the perfect opportunity for somebody to kind of a generate some rapport with that person, but also see where they're at, meet them where they're at, and then show yeah. them the process of how they can constantly get better at it. Right. What, what are both of you all's thoughts on Wad Zombie's recommendation for the kneeling push-ups? What do you guys think about that? I would go further because the knees. You don't know what the knees are looking like. Yeah, so then I Let's would make an assumption that they're okay getting yeah. down on their knees. So, so we did uh, wall push-ups, wall push-ups, then bent. ring push-ups are also another way because then you can adjust the the level, but you're still getting the full range of motion out of the right. shoulders, or a barbell in a rack, you know, as incline. Yeah, that's a great. Oh, that's one. right, barbell in the rack, barbell in a rack. Um, and you know, maybe getting progressing, maybe the getting down to the knees is like scale ten. You know, essentially to get to that point, ten or fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Let me uh, let me share this part here because this is part that also that, that's relevant to this, and then also, um, uh, yeah, this this squat when he fell back on the squat s- struck a chord with me, right? So he's using the he's using the thing, then he falls back, <laughs> and, and 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 that is that is a that is a a possible thing. But what here here's this is he can't get up, couldn't roll over, and then look at this, he has the arm, and then the coach goes, oh crap. And the coach couldn't get him up by himself. Both of them were oh crap. Yeah, both <laughs> of them were oh crap. And that is um, that's actually happened to me um, in when we ha- when I had a very large body athlete in an, in the introductory session. Yeah. We had everybody sit down. She weighed close to four hundred pounds, and she goes out and she said to me, "I don't want to go down to the ground." I go, "Why?" She goes, and she whispered this to me to mm-hmm. the side. She goes, "I won't be able to get up." I go, "Oh, don't worry, I'll, we'll be able to get you up." And I just wasn't thinking. So she did. She sat down. At the end of it, she goes to get up. She couldn't get up. And I went to grab her arm just like that. She didn't have the same grip. And I realized instantly she had no capacity, really muscular capacity to help me in that position. And and I didn't want, I felt like I was going to pull her shoulder out of socket. And I stopped. I'm like, oh, and my other coach was there, Kyle Zosia. And Kyle said, hey, um, can you do this? Can you turn over on all fours? And she says, yeah, I can. And he had her turn over on all fours. He said, okay, now, now can you, can you sit up on your knees? Yes. I can sit up on my knees. He goes, can you get up on one, one knee in a lunch position? He goes, yes. And she got up in one position. He goes, okay, can you push off that knee? And then we'll help you. Yes. Boom. Got her up. That process like was like, you know, and I had beads of sweat, not from the effort, but from just the, just the stress, just being nervous, just the stress. Yeah, yeah. And I felt awful for her. It was because I felt like it was my fault. And that's a consideration that people have to have. So get, getting someone off the ground like um, he did with Julian there, mm-hmm. um, Julian, Mar- I'm sorry, Julian Marquez is, uh, is, 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 is like, that's it's a the, real, it's a real, yeah, it's real a, life scenario. That's a real life scenario. And we, yeah. And in Athena's class in the in large body class, we had a, a woman there mm-hmm. who was, how heavy was she? She's probably 350 or heavier. And she did, and he, and and we coached her to a burpee. Yeah, was that you coached her down to the to the ground for the? Was that the first time she had done a full burpee? You know, interestingly enough, that was the first time she had gotten up like that. Oh, okay. So that her, was a PR. Her coach had come to the seminar, take the yeah. seminar in Austin, and then went oh, back. Got it. And oh, that's right. 
but yeah, so yeah, Lisa's Lisa her her hand position was a little. We learned something coming out of that seminar. We we actually built in another scale before they do that as a learning mm -hmm. lesson from that. Mm -hmm. So a bur so what we did is is we had everybody everybody did a burpa, but a burpee for someone that is. A very large body athlete is, is an incredibly scary, scary thing, and, yeah. a, and a huge effort. And we coached her step by step, sitting on a bench, widening her, widening her, yeah, well, Athena, Athena, yeah. <laughs> widening her stance, right, widening her yeah. stance, and then bending over and see if she could touch the ground well, from started, that position. She started it from the bench, and yeah, they yeah. touched the ground, and then from the touching the ground, stand up, drop your, you know, bend your knees, lay, and then extend all the way out. Finally, she got we coached her all the way back, and then reversed it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and you, that that room was so quiet, and yeah. and you looked around that room, and everybody had tears in their oh, eyes, yeah. very misty eyed, and, sure. and just erupted in cheers mm -hmm. when she got back up and and got all the way back up. Should have had her in PR bell. I know we did. We <laughs> wanted her to. We had. Um, a here's, a, here's a good question, and that was like I never would have thought to do that. Yeah, and and that's a lot of times they do, Heidi. So, what if the member doesn't want those options because they don't want to draw attention to themselves? They might tell that's you. Great, that's a great, that's a great question. Right. And they might say that. And so the options are being able to scale for those progressions yep. without requiring them to get on the ground. And that just kind of speaks to even how, more how important it is for that intake or that initial, because then you can have that conversation outside of the, the group yes. setting, you know, that's happened on the floor. Yeah, I'm always trying to avoid that. If I know somebody's coming in that, you know, whether they're a large body or I know that they have an injury that they're working around, I try to discuss that prior to going into it. Like today, this yeah. is what I want you to focus on. This is what we're going to do. You feel good. You can go to this next part. Right. You know, so you're scaling them forward, right. but you have that conversation prior. So that way they don't feel on the spot, which is totally. another reason not to want to come back. Exactly. Because we talk about like experience, right? Craig, you talked about this. The very first thing that you said, we want them to come back tomorrow. Yes, they have a responsibility, right? Their responsibility is to tell you, vocalize, you know, how they're feeling, what they can do, what they're comfortable with, right? That's their, that's what they need to bring to the table. But then on the other hand, it's like, if we aren't asking those questions or we're not taking them through that, outside of that floor and if that happens in class that's what just changed the experience something mm -hmm. like that could make or break whether or not they come back mm -hmm. we're not saying oh well you know well it's, it's their choice yes i know it's their choice why would we want to make it more difficult for them just all we need to do is take the extra minute to ask the question so Athena, Athena made another really cool point when when we were talking about CrossFit gyms. We walk into a CrossFit gym, right? You walk into Diablo, or the, you know, I think about Mayhem, for example. You know, the pictures I've seen. I've never been to Mayhem, but I see the pictures, and I I know what it must must be like to walk in there, just go, yeah. oh, "This is amazing! Wide open space, so many places to do barbell work and running, and and put boxes out for box jumps and all the cool stuff. Same thing when people walk into our gym, you know, oh my God, this is cool. <laughs> You guys got you know twenty foot ceilings, whole yeah. space, and she, the, the, this again. This is something you don't think about. Someone that is a very large body athlete walks in and sees that and has and thinks, "I've gotten no place to hold myself up. Yeah. Very few, very few places for me to sit down, yeah. or to or to or to support myself for balance." Mm 
to do anything. You have walls, right? But yeah, walls and and pull, pull up, and pull, pull up rigs against the walls, right? right? But for the most part, it's a big, wide open space. Yeah. yeah, and that and that can be intimidating. Can be. Yeah, even more Just, reason going back to that point that yeah. intake. Yeah, the intake. Set, setting that example or setting that precedent right yeah. out of the gate. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's awesome. We went over the seminar. The, I, the reason why we started, uh, you know, urgently got this podcast on um, going, though, was for more of a <laughs> crazy moment for Athena. That actually happened after we were talking to her, right? Yeah, like, it literally, no, we her, started talking to her, and then all, and this, then it, all this then stuff started happening on social off. media. And 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 uh, and then there's this huge commitment, and, and she, um, Athena, now has um, a new coach. Aww. Love um, yeah, which is um, really remarkable to me because of like of all the coaches to choose. Um, here, let me see. I've got it right here. Uh, all the coaches to choose. <laughs> um, you have your catalog. Um, yeah. Um, we choose. She she chooses this guy, yeah. and she calls him out on and as a kind of a challenge to be her coach. And he is brash. He's a he's an antagonist. He is a he is passionate about CrossFit and 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 what it does for people, um, and he is a self experimenter. <laughs> he likes to experiment <laughs> on himself. He's you know he's he's facts driven, um, and uh, and he can you know and he can if you cross him he'll he can he can come at you hard with a very very large audience that supports him. But Andrew Hiller, she challenged Andrew Hiller to be her coach for a year. Um, and today is the first day of 365 days. And then he got called out on, on Savant's podcast to, 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 to take the challenge, and he did, and which is a really cool story. One, I, I love that the two of you are getting together um, because I think it's going to be great for both of you. Um, he, Andrew, if you haven't met Andrew in person, I have had the luxury of meeting Andrew in person. And he is a he's a genuinely really nice guy, yeah. and his fiance is even sweeter and nicer. Um, and online, he's uh, he can be tough and brash and 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 even harsh at times. But uh, when you meet him in person, have conversation with the person, or even direct he's chat, honest direct chats. He's honest, and he's and he's uh, very and you can tell he's very passionate about all of this. Um, so anyway, I. Um, uh, I saw that you agreed to, or you challenged him to be your coach. Um, you're one year away from um, surgery that you had. And I don't know if you want to talk about that. And then why, I'm really curious as to why you want to put yourself um, through this type of uh, uh, challenge for the next year. <laughs> um. like i knew i was gonna have to talk about this yeah. like how was this born um i mean you 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 posted it and then did you guys get right in a conversation about yeah, it or so, yeah so here's what happened i i was actually inspired by that damn buttery brothers video mm. and i i think what inspired me was When me and Craig had the initial conversation about it, it wasn't necessarily a positive thing. And I'm like, what the hell? Blah, 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 blah. 
it took that weekend of like reflecting and being able to take my own dislike for some piece of it and think bigger picture. Can I, can I get rid of the trigger? You know what I mean? And look at it with the intent. The intent was, and it took me the weekend to process that. But what I learned through that was like, damn, Athena, you know, like, you got some shit that you need to work on too. You know what I mean? Like you can teach people, but you're just as guilty of doing the same things that you're telling other people, you know? So I know it was something that I needed to work on. I don't know where the idea came from, but I'm like, I have a project idea. I didn't know what it was going to look like, but I was trying to, initially I was thinking of the Buttery Brothers. I'm like, I'm inspired by this. But then I was like, well, I need something else. Who is the one coach in the community that's just would be like my opposite in every way imaginable. <laughs> and when I thought of that unimaginable partnership, it was Hiller. Right. Not because of anything other than, we just see things very differently. I struggle a lot with some of the stuff that he puts out. I've seen some of his, you know, he was talking about nutrition a week ago. And I think that was like the last straw for me. I'm watching this nutrition video. I'm like, dude, you know, it's just one more time that I've been like, what are you saying? You know? And then me wondering and having curiosity, like, can he work with somebody like me? where you're going to have to do all the stuff that we talk about in the seminar. You're going to have to, what you think of as scaled. And I've seen the comments already. Hiller does a really nice job at scaling. I'm not disputing that. Can he scale for me? Mm -hmm. Scaling is athlete specific. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to modify and send it to you and you should be able to do it. It doesn't work like that. The whole idea is to progress. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, when I thought of my opposite, that was it. And it, and it was just, I, I didn't, I, I have to be honest. I, I, I don't know that I really thought about it. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just wrote it out and was like, well, this is either going to be the, the dumbest thing I've ever done, or it might, might be the smartest thing I've ever done. Sarah Cooper asked, have you ever had a one-on-one -on -one coach before? Yes. I've had two and, and they were the greatest coaches I could ask for. Uh Oh, so he's got some shoes to, he's fill. got some shoes to fill. Um, no, no, he doesn't. Okay. And, okay. I'll, and I'll tell you why I, I committed to going into this with an open mind. I don't want to make comparisons on coaches either. There, there could be something very tremendous there. And I, and I yeah. think I already found something last night and it was really profound. So we had our first conversation last night. Well, let me tell you how it started first. And then I can tell you what happened. Hey, will you? Yep. So I put it out. Here's what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> this might be really, really naive on my part. Honest to God, there wasn't a plan. There might've been an idea in those couple of minutes before I hit send. But I thought what was going to happen, I was going to send out the friendly little poke the bear. 
and maybe get a laugh. And there might be some friendly banter. I don't know what the hell I thought was going to happen, but I didn't think he was going to say yes. I thought he'd be like, eh, I'm too busy. And that would be the end of it. That's not what happened. <laughs> so it backfired. <laughs> uh, and uh, I didn't actually think he was going to say yes. So, I mean, the, the truth be told, I didn't think that far ahead. Um, but it evolved quickly. And, and then by midday yesterday, one o'clock, I'm having like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that are like reaching out saying, Athena, this is going to be the greatest. You can document all of it. Like we want to follow this whole thing. And I'm like, what? Follow what? I'm like, oh, oh, I didn't. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, like this is what I just committed to. And it's going to challenge every. It's literally going to challenge every insecurity, every fear, everything that I know I have. I'm like, OK, let's do it. It's awesome. It's like uh, putting yourself out there. You know, that's the whole beauty of CrossFit is you put yourself out there. You put yourself in a, a, a point that's uncomfortable. Yeah. And then that's how you make adaptation. You know, under those uncomfortable situations, this is something new. You're going to do some stuff. He's going to have a chance to work with you. And yeah, you just move forward with everything that's going on with it. You know, I think... One of the things that I was thinking about, some of this was after the fact, but, you know, I go around and I, and I, and I teach people stuff that's in this seminar and I'm wondering like, is this experience over the year, you know, like going to change how I feel? Is it going to change what I teach? Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to, I think that we've done a really good job to cover all those bases, but what if I didn't? I don't know. But I'm the, I there's I I think the it's gonna everyone is gonna learn from this yeah there, I think everyone that watches this experience is gonna learn. I'm excited I'm really excited you're gonna do it because I think it's gonna be I think Andrew is gonna learn a lot as well and he has a very large audience and what's really cool about it what you what you've done here basically is you've tapped into his audience to share your your message. Um, and your passion and um, help with understanding the large body athlete. That's going to, that's going to, he'll, he'll be your, your, your echo chamber, right? The first, first, or your, I want to say your broadcast for, for getting that out. And we're going to see it happen firsthand. It's going to be very real. Uh, he's going to learn. You're going to learn. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. I don't know how we both couldn't learn. Yeah. yeah. What, I mean, what is the risk? I think that the risk for Andrew is is less than mine, but you know there is an underlying goal, um, and I think it's going to teach me to like look. I I, I got to finish what I started. You know what I mean? Like I need to be that leader in my community too. And I did a post this morning that was talking about you know. I read it, mm -hmm. you know, um, like there's things that I need to be like, okay, if, if we're going to do this, I'm like, let's just get real and dirty and honest. Like, okay, we want accountability. Fine. Have I been perfect? Have I done it all right? No. 
One of the things that I think people think with fitness, especially people that are new to fitness, they think they're going to come in and then you know they're going to get to a point where it's it's easy and and you really don't have to continue to work on it. Right. And it's and it and and one of the things we try and teach we t- we teach here at you know at CrossFit is you can't take your foot off the gas. You like cannot. It, it has yeah. to. It 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 literally. Unfortunately, in today's day and age, with you know ultra processed foods, you know the. The, the food availability that we have, the 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 more sedentary quality of more, food available, sedentary lifestyles, everything else, you have to keep your foot on the gas, and and one of the things that happened with you is a year ago, um, you had a pancreatic tumor, well, and had that yeah. had that had that surgery, but so that's the kind of setbacks though that the thing about that is is that's the kind of setbacks that people have in their lives, yeah. And people that know and understand fitness and have been doing it their whole lives know I got to get back on the saddle. I can't stay. I can't stay out of that saddle too long, because you know every day off it gets easier and easier and easier. A new habit comes as my new habit is staying home and watching Netflix instead. Mm. And you got to get back on saddle. And so it sounded like, and when I read your post, like you needed something to bring you back to where you were before. Yes. So. When I left Diablo that weekend, I I ran into someone that was was talking to me about, you know, stuff. And his perspective was, you know, I don't know why I don't know why we need a course like this in CrossFit because really I think what it boils down to is people just need a good swift kick in the fucking ass is what he said. I know who that was. I remember when I heard that, like, I was so, like, really, you know what I mean? I was like, um, no, that's not what it is. And I left there madder than a hornet. And I was mad for a while. I'm like, I'm never talking to him again. He's a shit. <laughs> I remember. Oh. <laughs> and then I... I'm having this epiphany last night, right? And I'm like, look at look at what you do. Like, look at your behaviors. And I'm like, okay, I'm willing to like look at this. Why why didn't I like it? Well, I didn't like it because like that person that he was talking about was me. I needed a good swift kick in the ass. Not everyone, Athena did. Sometimes, you know, like I say this all the time. You know, people people always say, well, they just need tough love. It doesn't have to be malicious, tough love. That's the difference. Mm. But I will say some of us do. Some of us need that push that maybe isn't quite as coddling. You know, like I'm driven by very brash things and not everybody's like that. No, I am. And so when I thought of Hiller, it was like, well, I don't have any doubt in my brain that that's exactly what I'm going to get. So, mm-hmm. okay. Lean in. That's what you need. Do it. You know, what is your, what is your nutrition plan look like with Hiller? Is he going to be guiding you there and giving you that information or giving you that as well? Yep. And is it, and is he doing a macro type plan? It's more like, you know, we've, we've covered some basics. It's more like 
here's here's what's above the line, here's what's below the line. If it's above the line, no. If it's below the line, here you go. Oh, I like that. It's quite simple, actually. Yeah, I like That's that. That's good. He, someone someone asked, did you, do you have a target weight um, that you're that you're trying to get to or goal weight you're trying to get to with this? That or is is he asked you for a target weight or set he one? He did. The ultimate goal, I suppose, is to you know start CrossFit's 300 Club, which doesn't exist yet, but I want to be the first. Okay, that's, that's awesome. The first, the first CrossFitter that's lost 300 pounds. Mm -hmm. That's an amazing goal. That's way better than having a target goal. Yeah, I love that. That's great. Okay, and then your workouts. You're going to do the workouts. Where are you doing the workouts? In Scaled Nation. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. And yeah. and are um and he's are you going to be doing them by yourself? You're going to have someone join you when you do those. Probably a combination of both. Could okay. be anything. And is it multiple workouts a day or is it just, is he just giving you one workout a day and is he giving you any additional movement uh, requirements of those types of things? Yes, he did. Um, so there's movement every day. Good. There can be rest days, but I still need to move for 30 minutes. Yes, we will. <laughs> Good. Um, so I think how it's going to roll is I already committed to doing the vault, Miranda's street parking's vault. Oh, okay. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, what's so funny is I saw you accept the challenge or put the challenge out there. And the, one of the first comments was Miranda. <laughs> She's so awesome. She reminded me, Athena. <laughs> yeah. This is great. But you're, you committed to the vault. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can still commit to the vault. So kind of how it's rolling is it's it's going to be Hiller's programming modified for Athena. It'll be street parking's vault. And then it'll probably be Athena's choice. Athena's choice days will probably be cap. So it's going to be a nice oh. combo. Mm. So it's so, so politically correct. Mm. You're very, you're, you're including everybody. <laughs> 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 so good. I love that though, because I love Miranda and street parking. Yeah. The cap programming is getting better, mm -hmm. and that's cool. And you uh, got Hiller fit. Cross, and then you got Hiller fit. Look, I've always been a fan of cap. Yeah, I, I love the coaching development in cap. It's good. Mm -hmm. Do you um, do you anticipate that there will be more um, uh, strength base, more, or is it just do you, do you think it's you know pure pure CrossFit? Well, I mean, I've seen Hiller's programming and it looks like pure hell to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, boy. That's question. That's, and that's the guy I want to be my coach. <clears throat> I, I, You know, I hate admitting it, but yeah, it, it's got to push. So I don't know. I'm hoping that it fits in line with what CrossFit is constantly varying. Mm -hmm. So that's right. what it should be. I would imagine that's going to be the case. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you do your first workout yet? <clears throat> Not yet. Okay. Today's the start date, right? You know, it was going to be. Okay. We're going to do tomorrow. It was going to be. I had to move the goalpost for a reason. Um, I need to get myself a little bit more organized. One, because, um, you know, this expectation of like, oh, are you going to be documenting everything? I'm like, I haven't planned on that, but it's going to require some like schedule changes. Logistics. 
Yeah, some logistics. There's a couple pieces of equipment that I don't have. Oh, okay. Um, that I need to go out and get today, and and then just learning how to use this shit. Like I don't film. I don't even really film with my with my cell phone. I see everybody on Instagram doing all these videos. One, I don't know how, and two, I'm like, I always shied away from video. So again, it's pushing every uncomfortable place <laughs> that I have. That's great. It's good, man. This is. Like, uh, I love hearing this because like learning how to do that, the only way to do it is to lo- is to do it. The only yeah. way to learn it is to really do it. Right. But that's going to give us some killer content that's going to get better and better and better um, as this goes. You're going to have a, a really, really cool story to tell. So will Andrew as well yeah. as part of this. I look forward to following along. That's that's fantastic. Are you guys creating a, a – are you guys going to do like a, a – I, I saw something about like a YouTube channel. Or and- a YouTube channel or Instagram? Yeah, I'm like, I know I want to do a channel, like some of this logistics stuff. I'm like, yeah, going to be there. I don't know, maybe like a slow roll, kind of get the feel for all the logistics. Yeah. 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 Do something uncomfortable every day. Yeah. That's, that's what Hiller told me today, too. Uh, Part of the assignment is (laughs) for a year, you know, like only his is like, do something hard every day. Well, hard Mm -hmm. is uncomfortable. Yeah. Please, please stand somewhere in a well-lit room and and i you know these are these are always oh, corny, but please yeah, no no please stand somewhere in a nice room and and you know like in you know in your workout outfit and take a take a picture today today or t- today or tomorrow and then because it, i can't wait like a year from now you know, by then you'll be so freaking insta famous and everything else. We'll have to like book the podcast six months in advance. <laughs> I'll text her and she'll text back Craig who? <laughs> I can fit you in next year. Yeah, I can fit you in. Kind of busy. But I want to I want to see the born before and after. I think that just would would be it would be spectacular. I just visualizing it now. I'm already visualizing it now, and 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 it's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's a it's a huge commitment. Well, here's the thing, though, is I think maybe the benefit here is that it's it's not the first time I've done it. Like I know mm-hmm. what I'm getting into. It's hard, and that's why I said maybe we need to like push this out for a couple of days, not a week. Just like give me yeah. like today, tomorrow. I, I just need to. It's a, it's a lot. It, you have to change like the time that you wake up, you have to change, you have to change everything. Um, Jamie, you posted in the very beginning, the, uh, YouTube, and I would encourage everyone that's on here. If you haven't seen it and we repost that in the comments, mm-hmm. which YouTube channel, the, which YouTube, the YouTube the of her, her. Oh yeah. No, no, her, her story. Yeah. yeah f- f- uh, it's 450 pounds famished and, and, uh, force, force fed and famished. Yeah, and it and it is an incredible documentary that was done, and then there was after that it was a series of podcasts that Savon did on the CrossFit podcast, and I think those are still up somewhere too. I would encourage everyone to go listen to those. Those are really where I got to know Savon's podcasting capabilities. Was his mm-hmm. conversations that he had with Athena were just you know almost like pull off to the side of the road, you know, and, and grab yeah. the steering wheel and not cry. It was the really powerful stuff. But you should watch that that YouTube clip 
and and see that you know Athena walking through her kitchen with a with a mm-hmm. with a with walker, yeah, <laughs> with the crutches trying to get through the kitchen, and to know where she is today, and then she was coaching us, it's amazing, coaching us in class on the movements and doing the movements. It was so awesome to watch her. Sky, I, I, I almost couldn't grasp it mentally to say, wait, a minute, I watching that video and seeing her here and how mm-hmm. she moves because you move really well, by yeah. the way, you got an inner athlete, yeah. And, and she moves so well, but then I, I almost feel like we're going to see that. I get a, it's like a, it's like a replay. I get to see it again. I'm going to see you today from where you are today. And then I'm going to see you a year from now. And it's going to be, it's going to be spectacular. You guys want to hear something funny? Hiller's crew is no repping my shit already. <laughs> <laughs> they said, Athena, can you get below parallel? And I said, not yet. And I said, but. It's not because I haven't tried to get yeah. parallel because I had knee surgeries. The I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm saying it hasn't happened yet, but I'm trying the angle. It's difficult because deflection, it's, the yeah. it's deflection and the scar tissue. Yep. Yeah. I'm only going to be able to get solo. I'm going to endeavor to keep working on it. It's not like, like you're trying to shave reps or oh shave range of motion. God. And they're like, um, you can't get below parallel. I swear to God, if I have to have, a, if I have to hear another Hiller video on not being able to get below parallel, I'm like, are you guys shitting me? You're going to be nowhere. Oh my God. It's awesome. It really is awesome. I'm like, wow. Okay. You know, it comes from love though. It does. And, I'm uh, going to take it all in good stride. It's going to be. Um, and. I, I guess uh, if family and friends, uh, they're behind you on this. They're supporting this. Totally. Okay. Awesome. Totally. They're, they're not thinking you're crazy. and. No, they were long for the first ride. So okay. first ride. So now we got, you know, now we got the other half to do. All right. Um, where is your next uh, large body athlete seminar? Ooh. So, um, it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun year. So we start at a place called, um, Bitterroot CrossFit. They're in Montana. One of the reasons that we chose that location was how they are set up at this particular box. They bring in, they, they have a program called true North and they work specifically with the larger body demographic. And they brought in like an overseeing doctor, a physical therapist, a mental health professional. And I want to see how all this is working. Cause in my opinion, like that is beauty on earth to have all of those things under one roof. And so I'm totally excited about that. And then in April, I know what it says on our website. It says Nashville, Tennessee. That is actually at the new proven facility. Oh boy, Ooh, that's exciting! Oh, that's cool. You get to go there and see that. That's a beautiful facility they got set up. Stoked! Yes, really cool. So go to scalednation.com. Are you? Let me ask you this: um, if, if you go to scalednation.com, you can find those events. And again, I would I would highly encourage your coaches. You're going. We're going to experience this more and more and more, um, as 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 obesity continues to be a problem in this country and we are a we are a solution for this and but it we is can assist in it yeah it, we can we can it, we, but our coaches yeah. um can do a much better job um with a better understanding of how to work with larger body athletes and this this seminar will give it to you it really will be mind eye-opening for everyone that does it um and athena will you do 
seminars more than what's on the schedule if someone requests to have one in say in their gym and they can commit to putting the bodies there oh god yeah yeah we got um uh june will be at stacy tovar's gym and in then yeah. yeah it's not on the schedule yet because it was a little bit too far out we'll be um over at annie sakamoto's gym in oh, santa, awesome. in santa cruz that's awesome. awesome to come back up to cali yes that's um, awesome coming back to cali and then uh we'll end the year out with adler and okay or uh, adler go, and go, go to canada right Okay, that's awesome. Um, oh, I forgot one. We're going to be in the UK in May. Okay, nice. Yeah. Fantastic. Awesome. I'm loving the success of your business and 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 all that you do. It is uh, it is powerful. You are a, an icon in the CrossFit community. And again, I would encourage everyone to go back and watch the video and watch the podcast with Savan early on, in her later ones as well. Um, they're they're outstanding, but they give you they're really insightful. Um, you inspire a lot of people, Athena, including me and me. And uh, and we're grateful that uh, you took the time to do this podcast. And and we're, I'm going. To, I'm just going to th right now. I'm just going to throw throw out a warning to Hiller. <laughs> we love we, we love this woman. <laughs> and there, there's a there's a lot of big bad athletes that are really appreciative of what she does. And we'll take good. You know, we'll, we got her back, Andrew. So. Take, take, don't fuck this up don't fuck this up yeah. <laughs> take take really good care of her and and, and athena um have we'll fun kick ass and have fun thanks man it's gonna be awesome yeah this is cool thanks yeah. you guys very much for being on today thank thanks you for you. Back. yeah, yeah absolutely so we'll next time hope to have you back on soon again yep. oh yeah oh yeah right on. i'll break all my news on on prs all day yeah cool cheers Thanks, everyone. Until next time.